0: Season, season two. 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 See- season no, two. At the same time, season two. Well, what's it was at the same season. time, wasn't it? Ah. Oh, ah. Oh. Ah. Oh, we've ruined season two. Well, that's the end there of we season go. two, I everyone. Mean, <laughs> from the back seat, back at it again. Quicker one this season. We'll see you for season three. No. Yeah. Okay. Was that a good enough intro? Who even cares? It's season oh, two. It season two's here. Turns out the break wasn't really a break. One week off. No days off. One week off. Looking no, no. for Rizzio. Fabrizio's no longer trust. one man. It's an entire it's just an entire like group of Fabrizio's now. Mate, he's a he's a brand. Is Fabrizio. He is a brand. He's a, he brand. Is a fucking brand. He doesn't even exist anymore. He actually no. checked out ages ago. Is does he get exclusives or does he is he just good at getting the exclusives to him before they drop? I don't know. Either well, way. There's like a you know how he used to be a hero? There's a bit like a counterculture now that's bubbling, which is anti Fabrizio I've noticed it on social media there's a bit of a rhetoric now because he just posts like a hundred times a day now like every day it'll say breaking news and it'll be like Declan Rice still hasn't joined Arsenal it's like cool there's no need to break up my day for that really they know they you get know. the clicks anything Arsenal related they get the kicks the kicks the clicks and they get kicks they out of watching they Arsenal their kicks stuff, they get their kicks out of getting clicks I you see do. what you're going for it's a tough life mate Off-season as an Arsenal fan is a tough life. So we're back covering the major transfer stories of today in what seems like a rather extravagant transfer window so far. I would say you'd agree. It's a wild one. I think this is going to be the wildest transfer window we've ever had. Because it's already wild. Because not only is there Newcastle now, who've got loads of money, but there's also Saudi Arabia, which is where we're going to start today. We're going to talk about Saudi, what the fuck's going on with that. What's going on with Chelsea? What's the link? And then we'll just we're just gonna freeball it. So many random transfers happening. We'll just talk about the ones we want, and then we'll just end when we want. Nothing's changed. We do what we want. Sounds good. I like that format. So, yeah. Saudi summer party, part one. What's going on? So Saudi Arabia really like football. Or more broadly, they really like sport these days. They bought golf. I think yeah. this year they just bought merged, golf. They've merged with the PGA. It's yeah, massive. They bought golf. They got Ronaldo, and now they, the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia, owns four Saudi clubs, and then other investment funds own the rest of them. So suddenly, the Saudi Arabian league is like Newcastle times twelve, or however many teams there are. There's just twelve Newcastles now with unlimited money because financial fair play is irrelevant. So, pretty mad. Pretty interesting twist for this summer, and they're not—they're not fucking around. Yeah, they're like, not fucking I th- around. I thought it would just be people over thirty looking for a lost paycheck, and then it started to be non-players under thirty, mm. and now it's just anyone at any point is just joining Saudi Arabia, and it's a bit mad to be honest. I didn't think it would actually work as a project, but it's happening it's permanent it's right, not just working summer. it's actually well at as you say well ahead of where I expected it I think it was when Ruben Neves signed for a that Saudi that was the club. exact moment like, we were oh. like oh yeah oh no <laughs> like they're serious oh yeah, no because this guy spent like a good five years at Wolves and you're like he's got to go he's too good for Wolves and now he's got Saudi Arabia and you're like bro you know he's oh, on like man. 40 mil a year though like I understand but same goodness me you think 26, top player, was holding out for Barca. You know, like, this is no... Like, Conte or Benzema. This, is, this, feels, this feels big. Yeah. And is it a precedent set? I don't know. It's either going to be permanent, and everyone's going to chill out at some point, or it's going to be like China, where in about four years, <laughs> it'll just be over. And we'll be like, what the fuck was that about? I know, but like, I just feel like Saudi won't pull out. Because it's not even... I don't even think they care about sport. It's the coverage, isn't it? It's the coverage mm. that it comes with. I think they have seen the impact because no one knew who Al Alnser were this time last year. And now, true. like you, you know what you know their colours, you know their kit, you know like they get major coverage. Like Alnser's never been more that sexy. Is so true. And they're just like, let's just do that everywhere. Let's just carry on. Just get the biggest names. Put eyes on on the SPL. So. It's a weird one. It's a scary. It's a scary. Pro- I still feel most players will want to reach the top of European competition over a big payday at Saudi, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a lot more flocking over there. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Modric, Modric is the latest one who's apparently rejected it several times. But for every Modric, there's going to be a Benzema, yeah, Benzema. exactly. Realistically, exactly. Everyone's got a price, I think, and it seems like money is no object. So. Let's talk about what is going on. Like, why is this happening now? So, Saudi Arabia, what do they do? They've got all the oil in the world. And that's cool for them. That's why they're so rich. Um, The crown prince of Saudi Arabia is Mohammed bin Salman, or ABS, as he's affectionately known. MBS. MBS, sorry. MBS. Dear me. Um, You're going to get chopped for that. Not a great... Not a great guy. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this God will probably be my last Lord. podcast. It's about to say, don't go to any consulates anytime soon, mate. Overall, not the best record of dealing with people who criticise him, so I'm going to be a bit careful. Don't want to get put in a suitcase. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the no. are, you are, are pushing bad. it a little bit mbs just parity yeah. i'm a big fan of your work yeah to be fair <laughs> silence the haters if you do Anything want to buy necessary. this podcast then i will be happily changed my whole rhetoric i have a price and it's not very high uh, <laughs> but yeah anyway so Saudi arabia they realize that people don't want to buy oil for the long term and they're trying to diversify all of that money away from oil and gas and so one of the things that they're super interested in is sport because, A, sport is like very different from energy. There's always a demand. People always are interested in it. And you don't even need to sports watch it in your own country. You can just buy sports teams at this point. So they got mm-hmm. Newcastle. They've made moves into golf. They've made moves into, well, rumours that they're going to get into Formula One, or they already have. And they invested in a lot of different funds, one of which was Clear Lake Capital Fund. And that fund bought Chelsea. So that's where people start to get a bit bit upset, I'd say. A bit hurt about it all. Because technically, Saudi Arabia own a chunk of Chelsea through this investment fund. And why people are getting annoyed is because Chelsea have started selling all of their players that they didn't want to Saudi Arabia in order to get around their massive FFP problem. And so with three days to go until their FFP problem... How many more players are going to join Saudi Arabia from Chelsea? That's the real question. Too many. What do you think about it? Yeah. I mean, I've understood that Chelsea have presented some sort of evidence to the Premier League bosses that there's there's no foul play. My problem with that is clearly Premier League bosses are quite incompetent when it comes to this Mm -hmm. kind of shenanigans. Hence the 115 charges against City that have just kind of been swept under the carpet. So would it surprise me? no did they do their big spending spree in the knowledge that they could have a, a Saudi get out of jail card it's hard to say isn't it because I don't think anyone could have expected the boom from Saudi football I, that's a that's a big that's a big leap I don't know if that is the case uh, I hadn't like even Lama thought conspiracy. about that yeah that's, I yeah. love that I love that you're making could links be. where there are none Eventually, it could be mate is it out of the question that people can plan this kind of stuff 8 year contracts unlimited like sell uh well, a limited value that they can get from all these players if it doesn't work out. Trust me. All they have to do is persuade the players to leave. It's, it's easy when you can quadruple your wage, though. When you're Kulabari, for example, you know, you're on yeah. like 8 mil seasons and you've been offering 40 mil season. It's a no brainer, isn't it? You go do that. I'd do that. 100%. I, 100%. I would definitely do that. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't I'm necessarily much... fancy living in Saudi Arabia, but, maybe for a year or two. Yeah, especially if you're like Benzema, you know, 100 mil a year, 200 mil, as much as you've probably Mm -hmm. earned in a lifetime, for two years at the end of your career. That's why, you know, we all suspected it was going to be an end of career thing, and anyone 30 plus, exactly, I get that, but it's just a worry if, you know, younger players get their heads turned. Maybe Ruben Neves is the tip of the iceberg, but there's going to be one transfer that everyone's going to be, like, dismayed about, because it goes, you know, like, European competition, not to be xenophobic to anywhere else in the world, but... It's the pinnacle for most footballers especially, especially ones born in Europe even ones in Africa well you know mm-hmm. it's it's a massive thing to play in the Champions League and compete for a big club of history but money talks and we've seen it with golf if anyone who listens to this follows golf all the big golfers going over to LIV it's it's a strange one it's a, it's where where things are going it's where capitalism just basically it just like seeps into every industry and everything that we love. And I think this is one of the outcomes really. The real question is, is this actually any different from what the Premier League did initially where they just had well, the, money it, everyone? This is where people say Pocket or Black as a Premier League fan. You know, long have Bundesliga fans and Serie A fans and the League of fans accused Premier League of just, you know, cherry picking yeah. the best players out there. Well, double your salary, just come in. Best it is a bit world. hypocritical, isn't it? Because it hasn't Very. really happened to us. But at the same time, our best players did get picked off for Barcelona and Real Madrid, but not on the same scale. That this is happening. Um, is it the same? I guess it is the same. I think it's just because it's the Saudis, isn't it? And it's it's not one of the top five leagues. I think that's what rank rankles. But also, like maybe it's just because we don't like it. Maybe you just don't like it. Someone else is richer than us. What? Like, it's annoying. You know, I think, big part I think of that. there's definitely some bitterness. I think we're not liking being just picked off like this. What I will say is that for everyone who's saying it's bad and you can't have dual ownership, check yourself. I don't like the Saudis necessarily, haven't actually met any. Um Well, well, well we we don't we don't we don't know if we like the Saudis. But we just don't like the PIF. We don't like the PIF and there's definitely elements of general society that we can't really agree with. Gay, gay rights just chopping people's head off for no reason there's a lot to dislike let's be real however that is the main issue owning multiple football clubs who do Man City owners own? oh yeah they own New York Red Bulls what about the Red Bull group in general? who does Salzburg sell all their players to? for a profit oh yeah Red Bull Leipzig Well, wait wait, wait, wait wait wait. they city own New York City FC don't they? Ah, sorry, New York City. But they also own Girona. And they also own Melbourne. And they also own... They own like seven teams in the City group now. It's wild. But let me me tell you the one that really should have wound people up. Udinese and Watford. How many Udinese (laughs) players (laughs) were between them and Watford for no reason? Constantly. It was a mockery. And no one cares. And now that Chelsea have 5% ownership from Saudi Arabia, it was crying their eyes out. It is what it is. It's not, yeah. I was, I, I, it's not breaking the rules. I know the multi, the multi-club model is kind of being assessed because obviously like there's going to be a conflict of interest somewhere down the line if everyone adopts this. Oh, is it different? You know is it different with Chelsea and Saudi? It just feels like you know like these are typically feeder clubs in the city group, for example. It's not like city are selling their assets for 30, 40 mil for substantial s- sums. Are they? Mm. They're loading out their young... I guess it's just that on steroids. And if you haven't got a problem with the multi-club model, then I suppose you can't really have a problem with what's going on with the South. I think it's just us. We're bitter because Chelsea dug themselves a massive hole. They fucked up and now they seem to be able to get out of it via something that no one was expecting. In roll on summer splurge number two. Todd is already on a roll. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, it is a bit... It's a bit sus to be honest because there was no market for Coulibaly for example not on his wages and not for certainly not for that price But there was no market for Ziyech really no one really wanted him he did almost get a PSG to be fair in January but Mm. can't see that happening I don't know the transfer fees aren't that crazy 30 mil for Coulibaly is outrageous mate yeah, that's quite a lot. He I mean, maybe that's the only one, to be fair. But for me, that's fucking outrageous. Well, man. I thought it was Mendy and Kudibeli for like 40 mil. The thing is, if they do have direct links to these clubs, then it would make sense for them to inflate the transfer fee than what's actually yeah. paid. Because yeah, they yeah. can't, right? So maybe we shouldn't be taking the actual figures too seriously at this point. I mean, the main thing is getting the wages off, really. Obviously, in Chelsea's position, no European competition and a 12th place finish will really affect their finances. But... It's the wage bill. It's the annual wage bill that really people are always, you know, conscious of cutting. You know, that's the expensive yeah. bit because you can amortise yeah. transfer fees as they've done, as they've done, as and they've, they've actually bought. As they've done. Who have they bought? They bought someone like someone like Vincent Jackson or Victor oh, Jackson Nic- oh Nicholas Jackson. Nicholas Jackson. I've never heard of him. No, I've never heard of him. I don't know if what that says 35 about. Thirty-five mil. Yeah. Eight-year contract. Crazy. What the fuck crazy it's still happening. still happening well the new rules come in from July 1st so they've just snuck that one in oh, <laughs> but I still wow. no 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 but if it was a good idea we would have seen a lot of a lot of people do it a lot of different clubs do it no club has, has adopted the 8 year contract so for me mm. I, I think there's a reason why 8 year contracts aren't a thing because what if he flops what? Like, what, yeah. like, what if he's like a Nicolas Pepe imagine if we had Nicolas Pepe on an 8 year contract that a bit a nightmare that's exactly what it is what it smacks of is someone going I think I know how to game the system but then wisdom comes a little bit later in that process when you get absolutely fucked and you're like ah okay I, I see now I understand mm-hmm. everyone has to go through that journey Todd's just doing it again on steroids in front of everyone yeah you concede all your power as a club really if you hand someone that size of contract because you can't force them out and also like I mean, to be fair, they've shipped out so many players, so they're gonna have spaces now for their squad. So maybe that's not so much of an issue. But these players, if they don't want to leave, will just clog up your spaces in the squad. Yeah, hundred um, percent. God, they've actually got rid of so many players. I've actually, I'm actually struggling to keep track. Yeah, me too. Human, I honestly to try honest. and name them all. I don't. Have you have you listed them here? No, nah, I've got oh, I some. kante has gone. Saudi Arabia. Mendy, and Koulibaly. I've both gone together to Saudi Arabia. it's gone to Saudi Arabia. Hudson odoi I think he's rumoured to be going to Saudi Arabia. Havertz. Havertz has gone to Arsenal. Loftus-Cheek's going AC Milan. Kovacic has gone to City. Mason Mount's rumoured to be on his way out. Gallagher seems to be up for sale. Aubameyang will be leaving. Oh, God, it's like a whole team already. The thing is, it's some crucial players who've come through the academy, which is the scary thing. You think you keep more than just Rich James? and Tammy Abraham as your, as your homegrown do you know what I mean like the the squad's going to be so kind of misfitty. yeah well no it's just core. a load of people on eight year contracts who no one knows if they work together like why would Madrid work with this Jackson guy there's no there's no proof you know there's no proof that these two work together the only things they've got in common currently is they both play for Chelsea and they're on eight year contracts who knows Who being a Chelsea of fan season. though isn't it it is it's not it's not boring do they miss Roman? I wonder. I mean Roman even Roman didn't spend like this. Like Nah, he set the precedent. He took it to a new level and then this is something else. This is new. Chelsea, okay, I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing why this spurge happened. Saudi Arabia influence, they were like just buy it all, lads. Just buy it all. Don't worry <laughs> about it later. You're so right. Because what's Saudi Arabia doing now? They're like, it's putting bids for everyone. So you do snake. wonder because it's very like one way. Like no other major clubs in the UK are having you know all, loads of sales. You know, like Thomas Partey no. at Arsenal is rumored to be of Saudi interest, but it's not on the same level as as what we're seeing at Chelsea. So maybe these agreements are in no. place. We can only speculate. If it's true, you we heard know. it here first. We dropped it. Mm-hmm. The Orny so, bomb. I wanted to pose a couple of interesting questions. One of the themes of all these transfers is that a lot of them are Muslim players. And I came to a realisation, who are the three most high-profile Muslim players in world football? I'd say Salah. Uh, Salah. Maybe Pogba. Pogba and Mane. How many of those could you see playing in the Saudi Arabian League next season? I think all of them. I could see it. Oh, Moe is the Salah. least likely because yeah. he got his contract but if they offer to the double his contract to 700k a week or more I reckon because Moe is the biggest Muslim player in the world really maybe Benzema I feel like Moe is the most marketable right now so I reckon the coup. this isn't this isn't going to be the worst of it I think so they had Ronaldo yeah that was their superstar for the last six months of the season fine yeah you know, it's all dominated him. Now they have loads of top-level players. And if the Saudi league really takes off, it might even become even more of a prospect for players next summer. So, mm-hmm. maybe I could see next summer. I could see Mo Salah, yeah, going going over to Saudi after his level contract's up. Earning an absolute killing. Same for Monarchy yeah. Same for Pogba. Pogba's doing rubbish at Juventus. Exactly. It just makes Marnie's sense. Marnie's hating Bayern. It does kind of make sense. Yeah. Why not? I mean, we you know, we've seen players go to the to the US like Lionel Messi this summer yeah, it's a well trodden path to, to go and do it so I guess you know I it shouldn't be too we shouldn't begrudge it too much but yeah it's, it's watch that space watch that space for sure yeah a last, a last point on that Fabrizio's latest you know that Fafana guy who was in the France World Cup squad yeah was it Seiko Fafana no he's, he's moving to Saudi Arabia as well currently. yeah and Lon was it Lon Lon yeah Lons, long longs long. <laughs> they did really well <laughs> they did really well last year league at home i think they got champions league for the first time so it's a shame yeah i feel like he's one of them where he's primed for like a a big summer move right he's yeah. exactly the profile player where you're like he's gonna go up a few levels that being said 40 mil is what 20 28 for them is he? big windfall. I could be lying. Oh. Up, mate. i my ass arse, It mate. I could be lying. i my ass yeah. I want to I thought he was a young player. He's at least twenty-six. I'm sure of that. He's twenty-eight. Yeah, he's twenty-eight. So what the fuck? Uh, Forty mil. Oh, rebuild.
1: Right. This
0: is this is not the guy I was thinking of. Who was in the France squad at all? He plays for Ivory Coast. <laughs> I feel like there's quite a few Fafanas at the moment. It's there's loads, there's loads of Fafanas Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get mistaken. There's another Fafana I believe at, at Monaco might be the one you're actually referring to yeah that actually might be because I'll be honest I just assumed there's a Fafana go for big money it's not Wesley Fafana must be the other one No, nah, it's, it's the other one and then there's probably another the, one. the third one that I wasn't aware of yeah. oh brilliant as you can see you get the latest info on this podcast always up to date always well read over here <laughs> Um, anything else you want to add on Saudis otherwise I think we'll take a break Nah, if they want to offer 40 million for Thomas Partey though, I'd take that. I'd take that and a heartbeat. I think every club, every club's got a couple players like around 30 that they like, go on. Like Thiago, I'd be like, go on bid. Like, 50 million. Mil. Go on. Yeah. Top, I'd top. happily just take 30 and yeah. be like, we have our money back. We can reinvest it in someone younger. His time is over. Every, yeah. You know we're sitting here slating it but we're just wishing we were Chelsea and they yeah. come get all the deadwood from us yeah I wouldn't be complaining if they were buying all the dross from us if they were buying Nicolas Pepe Thomas Partey for an estimated 100 mil. sadly it's yeah. the best thing to ever happen to football do you know what you're talking about literally so so there you go moral compass all over the shop we're just <laughs> angry it's not us there you go I'm glad you listened to that first half segment welcome to season 2 am going to take a break And we are back 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 uh, part two part two we're just going to talk about random transfers because it's a wild window so far it's, it's absolute carnage and I've got very special behind the scenes snippets share with everyone Hugh didn't know coming into this episode that I had access to these files but He's made a mistake, (laughs) and they're in the public domain, and they will now be shared on a public forum. (laughs) I'm going to dox Hugh on this podcast. (laughs) So shameful, mate. In my defence, I forgot that. I thought I was on my own personal Insta when I sent those, and I didn't. (laughs) I sent them on the shared pod Insta, and I'm a bit embarrassed. I don't know. How did you see them? Because obviously, you you didn't reply evidently (laughs) well it's more that when you get in your inbox you're like what's this what's he doing in here so I had a little look and yeah I had a a good chuckle as you will listen shortly (laughs) Uh, oh well let's let's start with it then Declan Rice I feel like this is going to be the saga of the summer right state of play as of 9 o'clock on Tuesday the 27th of June it's between City and Arsenal United are just trying to get involved, but they've got no pull, so they're not in this. And yeah, we've had... Manchester City have had one bid, believed to be 80 mil plus 10 million in add-ons, rejected straight away. Arsenal have had a bid of 75 mil plus 15 mil add-ons, spread out over a longer period, rejected straight away. That's their second bid, Arsenal. If you want to believe rumours, and I like to believe the rumours, because they favour me, and he wants (laughs) to go to Arsenal, his preference is to stay in London. It's funny, I spoke to a colleague, he overheard me talk about the rice situation. He was like, yeah, yeah, but mate, like, you know, you know, like, he's got a kid. And, like, his family's in London. So, I was like, that's all we've got though, mate. And he was like, oh shit, that's all we've got. Like, (laughs) they've got a sovereign fund behind them. (laughs) We're just saying that he's got a kid. So, it's not looking great, but my gut tells me that if he was going to go to City it would be a, a foregone conclusion or we wouldn't even be in a race mm. you know like City are very persuasive and if anyone who watches their transfer they're very rarely in a transfer battle think of Ronaldo as the only one I can think of from memory when they're in a or True. Harry Kane you know oh, I don't know I don't know I feel like if they, if they had been given the word from Declan Rice's camp that he was really seriously considering them over Arsenal then it'd be wrapped up by now because money's not an issue for them no money is not an issue but to be fair, when it comes to English players, they don't have loads of luck. Like Bellingham basically ruled them out straight off the bat. He was like, I'm not, I'm not going to a club like that. So as rich as they are, there is a slight I think for some players and for some fans, you look at them and you're like, It's not really a real club in some ways. There's, I think there's, there's one of those. There's, there's a bit of a romantic draw about like Arsenal, for example, you know? He probably grew up watching great Arsenal football, so well, he's been very complimentary about Arteta and Arsenal, especially when he comes to the Emirates this year. So I think there's a lot of mutual respect between Arteta and Declan. And if you, again, if rumours are to be believed, Arteta has been very hands-on in this transfer process so far. Now, I will say, I have been following a lesser-known football kind of, I don't know, these people that have exclusives, I do that with the quotation marks, on Twitter. Don't and trust there's Twitter. one account who I would like to give some props to. They are called at, so that's the at sign, Purple panel live. They've got like seven thousand followers so far. They've correctly called Havertz long before anyone else. They've called I forgot Julian oh. Timber. They've they've called that well, ages ago. Guardiol, the centre back for Leipzig, mm-hmm. they called it a week ago, saying that that's done deal for City. And they're saying that Rice is a done deal. Even when City's bid came in, they've just been saying Rice is a done deal. And I'm clinging to that. There's no it's real wh- point to me that what that was the account again at purple panel live right these guys are so adamant it's done and they're so adamant that i'm adamant right because <laughs> <laughs> even when the that. bid came in they were just like "Nope, i'm telling you it's done it's done they've been saying it's done from they've never wavered and i just so, if they're right the goat the goat arsenal goat. if they're wrong he said he'll deactivate his account if he's wrong. So we'll see. He's gone. Ooh. That's how, that's how much he believes de-activ- By deactivate, you mean change his name and image? Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, it's weird. He's been on since 2015. And he's got... He, when I first followed him, he's got 1,000 followers. Now he's got 7,000. Arsenal fans are slowly buying into his shtick. So anyway... I don't even know what I was going with that one. I'm just, I'm just sure he's coming to Arsenal. I just, I'm sure, and it's, it's massive if he comes to Arsenal. It's a big saga. That's a big price, I have to say. 100 mil. That's Bellingham massive money. <sighs> massive you know I mean? money. Is he that good? Has anyone stopped to check if Declan Rice is that good anymore? Have we all just got really carried away? Because to me, he's good. He's a bit of a bit of a wagon though. Trundles around a bit, you know. He's not, he's not silky like Bellingham. He's not like a top tier footballer. He's like a top-tier English footballer, if you get what I mean. The thing is, it's too late. Arsenal fans, as they always do in every window, it's Mudrick from the last one. You just fetishise them. It doesn't yeah. even matter anymore how good the player is. That's irrelevant. It's about getting him. Do <laughs> you know what it's I mean? It's just like, about getting it done. I do. I know what you mean. I haven't once you get considered what invested. he might bring to the team other than we need Declan Rice in an Arsenal kit. And so... Oh, yeah. There's a jacket-shaped you know? hole. It makes a lot of sense on paper. I'm just not sure... If for 100 mil, your team's going to be that much better with him in it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely be a better team with him in it. But then if Partey's leaving, then it's a like-for-like replacement, isn't it? Yeah. And then you think, oh, we need another midfielder after him then, if Partey leaves. So, yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's not many good English players that are available that don't play for mm. big clubs. So, mm-hmm. I get it. There is literally like a 40% premium that you'll pay. He's probably a 70 mil player. But. It's because he's 24 as well, so you get a homegrown player, England international, in your midfield for at least six years. That's There's the premium, yeah. And nice these rumours have been going on for like a whole year, so West Ham are just chilling right now. Anyway, yeah. let's play these voice notes that you said Declan Rice. <laughs> oh, I did not listen to them but oh. Oh. I hope this comes up correctly. Declan, Declan Rice. Hey bro, just wanted to get in touch with you, mate, and just say fuck city, yeah. <laughs> don't join city, please don't join city. I'm literally been gagging for you to join Arsenal for months now, mate. Please, Decky, please bro. Decky, ah, Decky. <laughs> And the second one, come on, and the second one. <laughs> mate Because you're not gonna listen to it, but I know you will, Decky, because we're close, alright? Just join <laughs> Arsenal, mate. No city fans blowing up your DMs like this. Just join Arsenal, bro. Please, bro. You can shag my missus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have one. So that was a lie. Sorry, Decla. <laughs> oh don't let him find out let's hope he doesn't listen to the (laughs) pod he's going to be human empty promises I I left it all on the line with Declan there you go I doubt any City fans are that passionate so I respect that sometimes Hugh does get a bit carried away but the best part about this is that you listen to that and you think right must be like midnight you know he must have been like just got home (laughs) thinking like oh I'm really invested in this transfer I'm just going to message him no it's at like 4.50 on Friday. He's still at work. <laughs> what, what does it mean? No, right, context there. I was at work and like, I was sitting at the end because I have a hot desk. I don't have a fixed place at work. And people kept walking past and seeing me just refreshing Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like people kept coming past being like has he signed yet has he signed yet and I'd be like no he hasn't signed yet, he hasn't signed yet. and then people like start taking a piss saying he's going to sign for City sign for- so I'd go back and start looking at it again and so basically, <laughs> I just I just had to I just had to I had to voice note him right <laughs> messaging wasn't enough I had to voice note him need- just to let him know I needed him to hear I don't want to say desperation but pretty fucking desperate now to be honest I will be crushed I will be crushed if he actually goes City like I'll probably I'll probably don't watch next season I'll probably quit the pod like it's all hanging in the balance so look Arsenal fans if, it's big if you want to see man. Declan in the Arsenal kit you need to voice note him and tell him that and say fuck yeah. City at least three times just yeah, that's that's important let him if know. you say it enough it sticks in people's head they'll never forget it yeah, or do the opposite and be a really obnoxious, fake City fan. So he doesn't mm. want to go to City. Yeah, even better. Even better. Just that make sure is. you haven't got any Arsenal stuff on your Insta profile because that might out <laughs> us and then we'll, then we'll look doubly crazy. So be tactical, gang. He's going to sign. As Purple Panel said so. So I believe so. But he's not the only signing that's coming to Arsenal. And this one is confirmed. The next one we're going to talk about Kai Havertz. For can't 65 believe it. Mil. I just can't believe it. Look. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let you go first, because you know how I feel about Havertz. I don't get him. I don't understand him. He's got a rubbish goal record. And all Chelsea fans have ever said for the last three years is, the silky German won us the Champions League. And it's like, that's cool, mate. That's very cool. It's true. It's but is, Divock, is that worth just playing him and him being rubbish? You know, Divock Origi won Liverpool the Champions League. Should we also keep him? And then someone buy him for 65 mil. I know they're not the same, but I'm just saying, score a goal in a match. You know, it's irrelevant. Look at Maragosa. He won the World Cup. Now he's, now he's fat. And he plays for like Frankfurt or some shit. Right. So I didn't want Havertz until we wanted Havertz. And then <laughs> I've reassessed and I feel Chelsea just didn't unlock what kind of oh, could no, become no. <laughs> you know like if you look beyond the stats you can see a real baller there and oh, it's, it's happening it's <laughs> literally it's literally like Hugh now supports Chelsea and I'm just living the same experience of just people just talking you know, based on like I guess obstacles. I was blind but now I see <laughs> and <laughs> And I think he's going to be a resounding success. And 65 mils, definitely not overpaid. No. No. <laughs> uh, who said overpaid? I didn't suggest that. No. Very good value. <laughs> right, where okay. Does, On all seriousness, where he's he going to play? play. He's going to play where Xhaka played. Okay. Left center. So like, box-to-box, box, camish. Late runs, into the box, second striker vibe from the left-hand side. Bear in mind, that's, he kind of played that for Leverkusen when he on his come up in the Bundesliga. So Arsenal's going to play with Havertz and Odegaard and just leave Declan Rice to do it all the TP role. Yeah, and then Zinchenko is a little inverted. It's oh, a lot of stress on Declan. He's never—I don't think he's ever played on his own in the middle. He's always had a helper. Yeah, mate. Look, look. Do you think he's going to replace anyone up top? With his... He's not replacing Jesus. He could. I just feel he's probably best doing those late runs. Because if you look at his chance creation start, he created the most chances in the league last year. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, maybe... That can't be true, by the way. That is fact you've just said cannot be right. It is true? He created more chances than anyone else in the league last season. It's nuts, isn't it? Doesn't make that, any fucking sense. That can't be true. What you're saying sounds like propaganda created by an Arsenal fan... To make other Arsenal fans feel better. Nah, bro. <laughs> we'll, we'll come nah. back to that. Hugh's looking that's, into it. That's the stat. That's the stat. I'm not the having start. it. Kevin De Bruyne is it. sitting with me right now like you're having a laugh, mate. There's no way. Look, it's not my fault Chelsea... No, 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 like, no one could score for Chelsea, all right? That's not his fault either. True. The only thing I can see with Havertz is like Bobby Firmino role. Because you got two inverted wingers who score a lot of goals. Little flicks, mate. You know? little flicks holding up the ball playing in Saka playing in Martinelli I can see him in that kind of role but you got Jesus don't really need him yeah I mean Jesus has got to be number one we've got Balogun and Nketiah to choose from as backup. up okay here are some stats from Havertz he underperformed his XG more than any other player this season <laughs> and you, you bought it for 65 mil uh huh <clears throat> uh huh where is it I read it I read it I'm sure I read it. He sounds like Benteke. Only Erling Haaland made more off-ball runs into the opposition box than Habert. That's an so irrelevant a... stat. It's an irrelevant. No, stat. but you've got to think how Arsenal play is very intricate. So if you've got someone pulling the defence, doing that extra run to pull someone out of position for someone else to sneak in, it could be very handy. It could be very handy. Yeah, see, look. We these... fetishise in the Arsenal. Yeah, these are not the stats to hang your whole chance for budget on necessarily. He makes a lot of runs that no one was that interested in and he's got the worst XG of anyone. And you're like, yeah, this is the guy. Nah, look. Havertz is going to be a resounding success. Like Odegaard, I reckon. Same thing. Arteta has faith. And if it's believed to be said, Havertz thought Arsenal was the most exciting prospect in all of Europe. Rejected Bayern rejected madrid can you say that about jude bellingham no you can't no you can't we have the pool we've got the manager <laughs> that people that people want to do. <laughs> uh, i think it's mad though because i think like people look at what arsenal are doing this this summer and they're like damn like like they're kind I of don't, big yeah i don't understand how arsenal got so much money to go this big all the time yeah it feels like since since the pandemic we've just gone big every like- summer Close to 200 mil every so But some, you know what I think part of that is? is. I think they realise that now we've got Arteta, it, it, the moment we stop backing him and this project mm. is the moment that he'll walk away. And Maybe. we've gone through some terrible managers, you know, like Josh Cronk is more involved in the club day-to-day than ever. I think they see the potential and the danger if they don't back mm. Arteta. This I'm point. just still surprised how much money you can actually spend having only just got back in the Champions League feels like you've gone real big very risky it's paid off so fair play to you but I don't know mm. I'm just envious because I'm like we've been in the Champions League the whole time where's our money we've got Bro, no let's money let's move on let's talk about it Liverpool mate I don't understand I don't understand what's going on with you lot Why? why aren't you spending any money Mate, this is just this is just a normal summer for us, to be honest. We get we get one in early, everyone gets excited, and then we just we just drip feed these rumours. My favourite rumour, probably of all time, Liverpool are weighing up a two hundred fifty million pound bid for Kylian Mbappe. Hmm, that sounds nice. That sounds feasible. Didn't have enough money you know for Bellingham. That's reported by Marca, who aren't the most sensationalist. Of, I mean they are quite sensational. That Mbappé rumour has never ever died away for some reason. But it's so I mean, dumb. He, he I he so did, dumb. He did talk complimentary about about them, didn't he? There's no fucking way. Anyone who thinks a going nah. to live full. You know what it is? He'll either get sold for two hundred mil to Madrid this summer, who they can't they can't Madrid 'cause they've just bought Jude. Yeah. So or he'll leave on a free next year for Madrid anyway. And PSG have been cucked, mate. PSG have been cucked by Killing Mbappé, like since he signed that contract. It's big it's time. crazy, yeah, bloody crazy. This yeah, he's going, he's going to Madrid. That's it. There's no. But what is going on? McAllister, smart business at thirty five mil. But you've lost four yeah. big players: Cater, oxlade Chamberlain, James Milner. Who's the other one? Bobby. Mm, Bobby. Yeah. It's loads. I'd of players. say. We don't need any more forwards I think we've got enough Personally Agreed We do need at least One more midfielder We need a right back as well Then we could We could experiment with Trent In some sort of weird hybrid role So I think that and Timber guy Who's going to Arsenal Could have been a good right back for us A mm. uh, Livramento I think could be a good right back for us From Southampton They just got relegated It's easy mm. It's out there by Lavia as well, little eighty mil combo there. Well, Lavia rumours are in overdrive for Liverpool recently. Yeah, I liked the idea of that Kethrim Thuram guy, but only because Twitter rumours and he looked pretty good at football. But I never and the Co- Kone Kone as well. Never heard of him. Mamadou do Kone? Is it? Yeah, never heard of him. So right. I don't know, but you know what? Rumour I am liking Valverde to Liverpool. Why Where is this, is rumor this coming about? Yeah, what's going but, on? apparently yeah we just had a bid on the table for like this whole year just like if you ever want to sell him we'll pay 90 mil for him 90 million euros and apparently they're that's like that's crazy maybe maybe yeah you know what maybe yeah maybe Real Madrid want to buy another player and they need to sell someone but why would they want to get rid of Alverde I don't he's know he's been clutch for them isn't he but I guess they've it's got weird. Vinicius Junior Rodrigo and there's probably others that I've forgotten probably he almost plays like Cam
1: yeah, Same but mean. I guess because
0: they got Jude now, they're like, well, you know. yeah. But you got to think, Modric, crews aren't going to be long for this. I was about to say long for this world. Obviously, they are, but they're not <laughs> going to be. But they're going to leave soon. Yeah, I don't understand it. Either, cause I think Valverde is one of the best players in the world already, and definitely one of the best. And he's slot. only twenty-four. Yeah, so I'm I'm all for it, but I have no faith in Liverpool getting big money transfers done. I think we will probably sign. Henderson to a new contract. Oh, definitely, but that shouldn't impact your transfer plans because Kate has gone. Nah, we'll allocate Georgia's the transfer money to keeping Jordan Henderson until twenty twenty eight. Nah, you know what? As I always say, Curtis Jones' time. This is the season. Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones, Jones and Bajetic. Uh huh. We got this. We got this, baby. Ben Doke, let's see it, big boy. Yeah, oh, I'd like oh. to see it. I'd like to see it. I mean, in all seriousness, does it frustrate you the inactivity? I, it's does, little... I guess it frustrates more because you're seeing a lot of activity elsewhere that's all it is the contrast of seeing the ambition like fucking Newcastle go for it Villa go for it I saw the net spend of Liverpool over the last four years it was like 19th out of 20th in the Premier League that's criminal so right? very well run club not a very ambitious club though so Klopp really has done a good job over that period when mm. you compare generally what you spend is roughly where you learned at the table we massively outperformed to keep up city it was inevitable that we drop off but yeah i'd really love to be proved wrong and just go balls out and just get valverde out of nowhere and i'd be like oh jesus oh, mate i'd like can to imagine? see that to be fair yeah i could see it what's that a midfield of McAllister, valverde two very similar players to be fair I don't know if you do want that. Well, I'm thinking Valverde is Salah's long-term replacement on the right wing as well. Because he plays there a lot. That's a shout. I suppose, yeah, if you've got a right-back, Trent as like kind of CDM, inverted right-back. And then Fabinho yeah. rotation, Henderson rotation. Yeah, I suppose there's enough there. I mean, Fabinho can play right-back and he's he's pretty solid. And now that he can't run, maybe just stick with right-back, you know? Mm. Maybe mm. just switch Trent and Fabinho. Whoa, a have fixed Liverpool. There and then. Maybe Calvin Ramsey might finally come good. Who knows? <laughs> not holding you know my breath, mean? mate. I'm not holding my no. breath. I can't wait for Conor Bradley to come back from loan from Bolton. Solidify that right-back spot. You know what anyway. There's just a lack of Liverpool rumours. Like, serious Liverpool interest in anyone. Which is worrying. Nah. We, we do do transfers very quietly, though, to be fair. They usually just get announced out of nowhere. True, true. So, we will see. But anyway... Mm. Tenali to Newcastle. Firstly, hilarious. One of the rare transfers where he didn't, he didn't want it. And Newcastle fans get annoyed. Is that annoyed. true though, or is that just a rumour? I don't know, but like the end of the day, he's a Milan fan, he loves Milan, and he wanted to stay at Milan. And they were like, bro, it's 70 mil, get out. He was sad, he cried. Boy. Newcastle were like, shh, 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 shh come here. <laughs> we'll call you for your salary come here and he was like okay fine fine so all I'm saying is Newcastle no offence not as good as Milan as a place to live and if you like Milan and you're really settled there and you get sold to Newcastle you're going to be like mm, do I have to go if money's not the most important thing to you and your life's perfect do you really want to go yeah so mad transfer though Newcastle aren't messing around he's a serious baller he is a baller he is a baller can I (laughs) honestly I'm saying that because I know he's a baller but have I watched him a lot no no so it'd be interesting I mean Italian midfielders again stereotypical minus Jorginho but traditionally haven't settled too well in the the UK I'm thinking of like just Italian Italian players certainly in the last 15 years a lot more misses Mm. than hits you know, yeah, to to think up of to for West Ham. Yeah. Not good. I'm trying to think of all the top Italian players. I mean, who was that? What's his name? Matteo D- Durian? Damian? Damian. Damian, yeah. Man United. He wasn't very yeah. good. No, he wasn't good. That rogue guy for Southampton, who was basically a pirate. Osvaldo. Yeah. Yeah, rubbish. he wasn't very good. No. Yeah, so... Pff. It's a big risk, but then you just have to think if they're sinking seventy mil, it must be good. Newcastle and think, haven't made too many mistakes so far. Tonali and Chiesa and I was going to say Tonali and Chiesa are the two Italian players that are always like. Yeah, they they are good. I don't know about the rest, but they are definitely good. I oh, see yeah. what you mean, but I'm just, it's going to be a naughty midfield for, for Newcastle next year. Yeah, especially when they buy Polina from Fulham just to complete it that's a really good yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind Paulinho instead of Declan Rice, to be fair. But no, I love Rice. Obviously, decky has got to join. But Paulinho looking like quite the prospect. Most tackles in the Premier League last year. I'm mad. Yeah. He's just, because he's 27, it's just not that appealing. It's just a couple years too late to be appealing. Not like a good 60, 70 mil whack it'll probably take. Even in like Liverpool's sense, you know, just keep him for like four years. I feel like his game isn't about pace, it's about chopping. So yeah there's no real concern on Edge anyway I digress is yeah. Tonali going to good good? one it jury's out purely because I don't know enough about him but I think he's going to be good I feel like every big transfer that happens we always think they're going to go well and we have proved this through statistics at least half of them will be shit so I'm going to say Tonali will be shit and so we'll <laughs> have it but Declan Rice will be really good and Kovacic will be really good at City I think yeah me too actually it's it's a transfer that made sense for everyone like if you Kovacic you're buzzing yeah the fee is unreal the fee is great Chelsea are happy to get rid because they want to revamp they're going to get three four good years out of him at City he's going to go up a level under Pep he's going to be Gundogan 2.0 by the time they leave different player but just perfect for how City play you can just see him just adapting really well to the system yeah you almost well, felt like his his football ability was above Chelsea's level as a team or their brand of football. To be honest with you, I just think he's exactly like Van Alden or whatever. Where he's just he just makes everyone so much better. He just does mm. all the all the shuttling or like Verratti, you know. He's that he's that player. And with KDB and Rodri, you feel like he's a perfect like blend why no, you don't that's need man. Declan though do you know what I mean like why are they after Declan Rice mate? <laughs> because they're Fucking scared, they're scared bro. bro they want to jack they up are. the price for Arsenal they literally you should do. take it as a compliment you should take it as a compliment they used to be selling you scraps now now they're true. competing it's true it annoys me mate so Declan if you're listening bro I know you are join the Reds right there's you know what time's moving on but we need to cover this this is breaking as of I think last night Harry Kane to Bayern. Ooh. So I live with a Spurs fan, I know. Shocking. He's adamant he's staying, but that's just blind faith. That's borderline mm. delusion, I think. <laughs> I like it from Harry Kane. Fuck Shearer's record, mate. The only people that want you to get that are the people that want to be like, you never won a trophy in your life. So true. And Bayern, yeah, you're going to win trophies for sure. Basically guaranteed. You're going guarantee. to um, score goals, you're going to play consistent Champions League. Thomas Tuchel, since he joined Bayern, he's got a real itch for English players. Haven't you noticed? They've been linked with like, Carl Walker, yeah, Harry Kane, Rice. Declan Rice. They can't get enough now. Thomas Tuchel is English at heart now. That's a good point. I, for- I kind of forgot Tommy T had taken over there for some reason.
1: England yeah. has changed
0: the man. He loves it now. Yeah. I mean, Harry Kane would be perfect for them, though. I really do Harry Kane would be perfect for everyone he's so fucking good like <laughs> when you see him play for England and we win 7-0 and you see his link up with like Saka and you're like oh lord oh yeah oh, that just, game. Like, oh. can you imagine if he played for Arsenal and you've got those two and him playing Odegaard and Jesus' role well, so you can just stack the midfield, you'd win the league you'd win the league obviously it'll never happen yeah. but it's just like every team needs Harry Kane fair do you think he's gonna go? Apparently he he's, he wants to go. I think what will happen is he'll do he'll have a big tantrum just like last year and then Daniel Levy will just not just not let it happen. Daniel Levy is just a he's like immovable, isn't he? Bastard. Yeah. He's like they offered guys, 70 mil. Care. One year left, 70 mil. Do you think that's a fair price? I think that's pretty good to be honest with you. He's 30. Yeah. I think that's pretty good going. I think that's pretty good. I don't think you're gonna get any more. It's only gonna go down every day from yeah, here. Trust. Trust. Cheeky forty mil bids in January, or thirty-five. Easily done. But to be fair, in six months pre contract, it's easy. Just wait it out. I think I he's think he's Tottenham got control should now. let him go. I think Tottenham should let him go though. Like he's 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 given that club so much and they haven't repaid the favour, in my opinion.
1: Like, no, they've
0: they've let him down. They've regressed. Down. They've regressed. The cycle's over for that team. They need a yeah. rebuild. 100 mil go a nice way. Yeah. He doesn't owe them anything at this I point. I just wouldn't trust them to spend it very well. You know, that's the thing.
1: No, but, but that's, you know, that'd be irrelevant.
0: funny. Irrelevant. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. So, so yeah, I think Harry Kane will stay against his will but I think he should leave. I, I want think him think to leave. Too. Yeah. Fuck that record, mate. That's such a stupid thing to hold him here to. Yeah. He can always come back, smash a few goals for like, Something to the Newcastle when he's 35. He actually could. He could literally just come on to take pens and then just go off. Yeah. Wouldn't bet him against getting the rest of the goals, wouldn't he? Like 47? He could eat 47 yeah. over three years. He's,
1: Mate, he's not realistically,
0: realistically, he could just stay at Tottenham and just bang it out this season. Get within like 10. Go away for a couple of years. Just come back. One more season yeah. with Spurs. You know what TT did when he came back to Arsenal? One more. Just... Just, it just seems mad though, like... I just think you should go and I feel like 70 mil if they offer 80 mil you've got to take that as Tottenham we've got one year left yeah For me. and they won't they 100% won't 100% won't no 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 so, yeah. <laughs> classic Spurs love that yeah and that is it season 2 episode 1 what a pleasure so much has changed yeah. it feels so different season 2 I know I know we've cool we've figured out. 50 minute episode no this nonsense so much wiser, I think. Is YouTube up? No, we lied. We lied. Yeah, yeah. It is happening at some point. We just don't know how to do it. So, Mm. kids, let us know how we YouTube well. Yeah. And also, if you are a football person and you want to be in a podcast, it's time. We're ready now. We're actually ready. Journalists, coaching, players, Salah... We're open to it, whatever. Purple, purple, what's it? What's, oh what's yeah, the? we should hit up purple panel. Once Once Q, the transfer window's done. Hit yeah. up purple panel during on the, the transfer window. Yeah. Let's, let's get some insights into what it's like being a in-the-know journalist. Yeah, I like that. That's that's achievable. Right, purple panel will come in for you. As, yeah, as, bro- if you're right though, if you're wrong, then you'll get the deactivated blow. Well, nah, if, if he's wrong, then you can get him on and just grill him. True. Oh, I would love to. To be fair, so I believed you. <laughs> you lied to me. Yeah, but yeah. Features come in. Some point. You know what, Jack? We've got a lot to do. So, yeah, let's, let's go make plans. that list. Until next time, which is probably next week when Declan Rice is in the Arsenal red. Can't wait. And yeah, that's it. See you later. See you. Goodbye.